When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. I don't know if I've officially said this, but happy summer. Like it's this summer has been super solid for me. It's the first summer that I haven't been working like an absolute dog, I will say. This is my first summer where I've had better boundaries. I've really focused on my friendships and like hiking and being outside, taking road trips and doing some of the things that I was like, I don't know if I have the time. It's like, I'm very grateful. I'm having, I'm having a hot girl soft life summer and it's been delightfully fruitful. It's almost like cue summer, 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 summertime, summertime by Jazzy Jeff, Will Smith and Fresh Prince. I think he had to use that name in that title, but cue song. This summer has been great. I'm having a great time. I'm living my best life all is well. On this episode, we're going to have a little fun. We're trying some new things and we're just having some guests on to really just chit chat, talk, have conversation to talk about weddings. And the guest on the show today absolute delight. Her name is Maria Del Russo. Um, Maria is coming from a lovely Italian family that's big and bountiful. And she's also the director of branded and affiliate content at Betches Media. But the plus plus is she's also a 2024 bride, like shout out and a June bride at that, like sprinkles. Starting in August, she will be the person writing to you each week in our Betches Brides newsletter. So who's excited? We're going to welcome Maria, and I can't wait to get in this episode with her. Hey, Maria, how are you? I'm so well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) So you are planning a wedding, and it's not today. It's not tomorrow, and it's not even in the next couple of months. When is your wedding? My wedding is June 28th of 2024, next year. Okay. Yeah. How did you guys land on that date? It was kind of a little bit of hot potato. We knew that we wanted to do a summer wedding because my fiance is dead set on having a Mr. Softy truck as part of our oh. dessert situation. Yeah, we're, we're okay. kind of trying to have a lot of fun with it. So we knew we wanted to do summer and we had initially thought the 21st, but I have a huge Italian family and one of my cousins already had a wedding on the 21st. So we moved it back a day. But it's actually amazing because I'm pretty sure this date or sometime around this date is actually where 
my great aunt and uncle got married like 50 wow. years ago. So like, and we just had no idea. So we're it's really alignment. excited. It's alignment. <laughs> so we're very happy with that. We're excited to get okay. it under the wire before July. And June is just beautiful. It is. You're June bride, the traditional June bride. And I am trying not to have a traditional wedding, which is kind of surprising that I wound up as a June bride. Yeah, there's that. When you decided to have a wedding, what was your intention? Why not elope? Oh, I, it's funny because we had kind of tossed this around a lot. There's a lot of familial expectations on my mm. wedding. Um, I am the only daughter of an Italian-American family. So my okay. parents have basically been planning for this since the doctor you placed them. Yeah, yes. since, like, <laughs> since they said, it's a girl. They were like, okay, great. Now we have to start wedding. saving for her wedding. So, <laughs> okay. so honestly, Ben and I had, my fiance's name is Ben, and he and I had talked hey, about. Ben. Um, hi, Ben. He and I had <laughs> talked about like, from the time that we knew that we probably were going to get married, I said, like, this mm. is kind of the expectation of, like, what my wedding would be. If if I had the choice, I might have gotten married by Elvis in Las Vegas. But there's a, there's a concept. I'm here I, for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, like, I'm super excited about trying to pull off that type of wedding in a larger format. And okay. I've been to so many of my cousin's weddings. I've been to I'm like a professional bridesmaid, a professional wedding. wedding attendee. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to be able to take all the knowledge I have from being a guest mm. and a bridesmaid and apply it to my own wedding. What was your first step in that application? You were like, the first thing I want to do. And then I would love to ask you, what's the first thing you said I will not do? I knew that the first thing I wanted to do was like get a vision board together. I have a very specific vision of this wedding. I'm very interested in throwing a disco more than I am interested in throwing a wedding. So we are going mm -hmm. like full disco. So I tried to figure out like ways Studio 54 disco or like I'm talk to me. It, I'm calling it like elegant disco. So oh, like, okay. yeah. So it's kind of like our, our, we have an amazing location in Jersey City that we're getting married at that overlooks the skyline. So when it gets dark, it's going to be insane because it's going to look beautiful. It's a free from, disco ball. It's a free disco ball. So <laughs> I was like, how can we kind of make that this the focal point? And so I'm doing, I'm keeping things very minimal in terms of decorations and okay. um, floor and flowers. I'm basically only doing baby's breath with some disco balls and candles and like, that's really it. Calling it a day. I dig Calling this. it a day. I want okay. like elegant, minimal. My fiance is also a graphic designer. So he is hmm. doing all of our signage. He's going to design our invites. He's going to do like, and I keep saying to him, I'm like, are you sure? Like, is this something that it's a lot of work that you want to sign up for? It's a lot for? of work. But we also choose your adventure. Exactly. He also has a <laughs> he has a designer friend who's also going to do our menus as well. So I, you know, he's sharing the load with friends. Okay. But I was, I was, I really had like a set idea. And the first part was like kind of showing it to my mother who is helping me plan the wedding. And my parents are generously giving us a lot of money to plan the wedding. Okay. So getting them on board with the vision and kind of talking through like exactly what you just asked, like what they are expecting me to do and what I absolutely don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not having a bridal party. 
Yay! <laughs> Maria listens to this podcast, everyone. <laughs> it's also just like, it. you know, I had tossed it around. Uh, the expectation of having like all of my cousins. Ben has a lot of friends. We're also older at this point. We are the last people in, bo- in our friend groups and in our families to really be getting married. So like everyone has kids. Everyone's doing all this crazy stuff. And so I was just like... All of your wedding guests would have been the wedding party. Exactly. So <laughs> now they kind of are, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's nice. We're going to have our families up there with us. and you know, But we're not having like a dedicated bridal party. I'll get ready with my mother first thing Love. in the morning and then I kind of just want it to be like I know that everyone is always like I'm a chill bride but like I actually want to be kind of like a relaxed chill like I have a vision and that's kind of just what I'm going with I love it so you put this vision board together and mm-hmm. your mom is like I love it or she's like I was actually thinking hydrangea Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's funny that you say hydrangeas because hydrangea is her favorite flower. So I bet she would have loved that. She she was totally on board with it, though. She okay. loved like and I have to say, like, I didn't intend to get married at 34, but I'm the last cousin. I'm the last the person last to get standing woman. I am the last one standing. <laughs> and like, even though 34 is not old to be getting married, At I, am, all, honey. I, I am an old maid in terms of like what the family expectation is, which is, I, I do not believe that, but yes. she's been to so many cookie cutter weddings at this point that like, you know, in our family, you go to like a hall and you get married mm-hmm. in church and you do all these things. And those weddings are beautiful, but She's now at the point where she's like, I kind of want to do something a little bit different. So, Go ahead, mom. So I'm like, cool. Let's like, let's do let's something do different. This. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually been a lot of fun planning it with her. We've we're now just starting to kind of ramp up the whole planning process. We booked our venue basically like three weeks after we got engaged, and then we okay. decided like okay, let's just like take a little bit of time, enjoy. Like we got the most important thing out of the way. We you got a have, date. Yeah, we have a date. We, <laughs> we've talked to DJs. We have one on hold that like we yeah. really, really like. So like we have the important stuff out of the way, but and we kind of just took the summer to relax. And now we're starting to like ramp up. I'm starting to think about like save the dates and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So um, it's it's been fun and we're starting to get excited. Really, our uh, the best part about it has been like putting our wedding playlist together. Because like I said, we're looking to throw a disco. So mm-hmm. he and I have a shared Spotify playlist that we've just been like throwing deep cut disco music onto, which has been so much fun so um I agree it's really been getting us amped up and we kind of put the playlist on and listen to it like you know to kind of be like oh this is good and like it gets us excited for it I think people sleep on creating a playlist as Mm. like it's such a I just recently did it not for a wedding but for just my general pleasure and you go into like albums you haven't listened to in a while and you're like This was a, like you said, this was a deep cut that actually like hit. And to think about adding that to a wedding playlist, you're like, yo, when my friends hear this, they're going to be like, yo, I forgot about this song. Like, well, And that's exactly what we're trying to do. I mean, I have to say like, it's not what, it's not the main reason why I'm marrying him, but one of the of things course, I what? adore, 
<laughs> about highlight. <laughs> ben Ben will put together a playlist for anything. Like we are we're having friends over for dinner. He'll put he'll put together a playlist oh. and it will have like the weirdest combination of songs that also somehow go together. And I'm just like, yes, like you and I are the same type of person and this is perfect. So I love Ben. It's so it's working out really, really well. He's been having he has a cocktail hour playlist and a reception mm. playlist at the moment. I'm here for so. her. I know he's he's Go doing ben. good work. I know he's killing it. <laughs> so Ben's leading the charge on basically music curation, mm-hmm. design details, uh-huh. at least at least the the signage and yes. save the day, which is a huge way to communicate yeah. your vision through these assets. Like kudos to Ben. Yeah, Ben's leading the charge. May he's we doing all find. <laughs> I, I know. Maybe I always said I wanted a creative. I wanted to marry someone creative, and now I did, and I think that. I never expected to marry someone creative who also wanted to be a big part of the wedding planning. And it's actually been kind of nice because I'm just like, you handle this. Like his friend is a photographer for um, a newspaper in New York and he's going to be shooting our engagement pictures Mm -hmm. because we wanted something that was a little bit more like docu, like documentary style. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't want it too posed and stuff like that. So he's been kind of like, all of that creative stuff, which has been great because yeah. then I could focus on like flowers and candles and my dress and all that kind of stuff. So, well, planning a wedding is the first kind of project that you guys generally do as a couple, unless, of course, you've bought a house, renovated a house, and done all these other things together. Yeah. That's what the wedding planning process is kind of great for. You guys see how you work together and you guys yeah. identify the skill sets of like, all right, we're going to, I see where we can divide and conquer and really master this. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jumping into what you just said about your photography. And it's funny because every I feel like everyone always says, I want photojournalistic. I want editorial. I want this. I don't want to be posy. I was like, I have yet to actually find a photographer who actually still poses people. So I'm like, does that even still exist? Yeah. Like what you want is what everyone wants. It's like For sure. we all want the artistic style of like a great photographer. Yeah. What made you walk in the direction of, and I 
I, not not to combat you because I love where you're going with this. I love sometimes a non-wedding photographer to shoot a wedding just because they do have a different eye and a different vibe and a different aesthetic. But tell me what was your major what was your major decision making process behind this? It was just, you know, in flipping through you know, I was on like a wedding website looking at wedding vendors and going through photographers and stuff like that and kind of seeing their portfolios. I was a little mm. just like, there's like, I there's something about photojournalist and like, I, like capturing, like going to a, a photographer who is used to shooting things in action, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like he works for a newspaper. He's going to like, um, to protests and you know CPAC and all these types of things so like he knows how to shoot people who are not prepared to have their photo taken correct and there's like a warmth of that and Mm. I like I like a little bit of blur I like a little bit of grain I don't want anything to look too perfect like Mm -hmm. that's how I am in my whole life I don't like anything too manicured I like organized clutter in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And so that energy in a photo, I was really only finding from people who were not actually wedding photographers, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, like, I just did a ton of research. I really yeah. did. I, like, went down the rabbit hole as soon as we got engaged because the photos were were something that were super important to me. Yeah. I'm also, I also just did not want, like, a traditional videographer either. I'm mm-hmm. looking into, like, super eight highlight reels instead like you know I'm I just I know what I think that my big issue with wedding planning is trying to divorce my mind from the shoulds and like Mm -hmm. what I actually want and I know like every person every person in my family who I spoke to when I was telling them this were like oh well you should have a wedding video like videographer and I was like Maybe, but like maybe we could do it in a way that feels a little bit more me. I think and more that, fun. Yeah. Cause there are some, I will say there are some, like I always say, go with video. It's great. It's yeah. awesome. You're going to really enjoy it. But it's like the pictures, of course, are paramount because they are the ones that generally last longest. You can put them in an album and those stand the test of time. But mm-hmm. you'll get a video on a link. What if we no longer use links in the next 10 years? But where will we be watching said video? But I agree. It's great. Maybe get it on a VHS too. We might go back to VCRs. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But I think also what you're saying, exploring different types, different mediums, different kind of professionals mm-hmm. is a beautiful way to search for people that really kind of match the style that you're you're seeking and looking for in the way that you're saying, I'm looking to divorce <laughs> yeah. that, that D word in your, in your <laughs> wedding planning. Um, but it's, it's letting yourself be free, which a lot of people don't allow themselves to be. They want to stick to like, and I don't want to say cookie cutter, but they want to stick to like, this makes it a wedding if it looks yeah. like this. And it's like, it doesn't have to look like anything. It doesn't have to sound like anything. You guys being married is simply a wedding. That, I, 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 it's exactly that. I'm also going to uh, probably, I'm, I have to confirm her, but the makeup artist who I really, really love, I used to be a beauty editor and she's a makeup mm. artist who I used to work with on photo shoot. She's not a Perfect. wedding makeup artist. And I just love her work. She like, yes, cause I, I don't wear a lot of makeup to begin with. And so I, I'm like, I know I need to be wearing makeup to look you know, alive in these photos, (laughs) but I don't, I still want to look like myself. So I am approaching someone who is not a wedding makeup artist, but who can do wedding makeup. And I think that that distinction is something that people who may not be interested in like 
having a traditional like type of wedding, it's it's good for them to explore. And like I'm Agreed. trying to do that a lot more. Agreed. And I will say the only questions you should be asking are, are they comfortable with weddings? Yes. Understanding there are a lot of more like, yes, you may be, you know, going to wars and shooting that, but there's a whole different set of foolishness and shenanigans that happen <laughs> at weddings that are like, oh, I didn't think about this. Yeah. So it's it's making sure that the vendor is really prepared and understands like, is this going to be your first rodeo or are you down for this? Like, let's oh, yeah. play. And also managing your expectations on the outcome. Like, if you know you're going with a non-traditional wedding creative partner, you're going to need to expect on the other end, this isn't going to look like what your mind might be used to from Pinterest and all the other things, which I think you're well equipped for. But some of our listeners might be like, this doesn't look like what I thought it was going to be. And you're like, mm -hmm. well, you kind of went rogue in, in your selections there. So it's having fun with it, but also managing your expectations to be flexible and like understanding the outcome is going to be spectacular in its 100%. own way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how has planning with mom been? You said it was great, but it, tell me more. It actually has been good. I have to say, like, I, after Ben and I got engaged, I sat her down and I was basically like, look, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having this big wedding because I know it's like what. The, like what the family wants. Mm -hmm. I'm getting excited about it, but I'm only going to be super excited about it if it gets to be done in my own way. Mm -hmm. She has actually, her and I actually agree on a lot more than I expected us to. Mm. And I think that it's because I waited so long. I waited longer than other people in my family to get married. So she she's got like, the fact that you're just getting married, I'm happy about whatever you want. Let's just do this thing. Girl, I'm tired. And you know, my whole, the whole thing is that like she said, she's like, I've seen X, Y, and Z from other weddings. And so like my mother has, if I've been to 25 weddings, she's been to 50. So mm -hmm. she's seen so many that and like has very distinct opinions on them. One of our <laughs> favorite things to do after like going to a, like a family member's wedding is just to sit down and be like, okay, so what did you like? What did you think of the food? What did you think of it? Like we just run down the list. So okay. her and I actually agree on a lot of things. Like she's super into the baby's breath and the disco ball. She loves that. She I'm I'm changing into a reception dress partway okay. through my recept. Like I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna a second I don't have, look. I'm gonna have a second look probably after dinner. I'll change into it. Perfect. I actually have that dress already, not my wedding dress, but I have my reception Focus. dress. Okay, I know. I'm I like, listen, it. it was on priority. I, ha I yep. had to get it. It was like 75 percent <laughs> off. I could not get, not get it. Because so, even if you don't wear it for that, you could wear it for any other event that weekend. Yeah, like, of yeah, it, it's a good dress. <laughs> exactly. So I was like 100%. So, but she's like, I didn't think that you were going to change. So, like, little things like hmm. that, she, like, she will voice her opinion, but understands at the end of the day that, like, I kind of have final say in a lot mm -hmm. of that. The one different, the one thing that, she and my father have kind of put their foot down about is the DJ. The DJ is a family friend of ours. He's done all of our weddings. My parents really like him. Okay. I happen to really like him too. Okay, I great. just I just need to rein him in a little bit because I don't oh. love DJs who sound like WWF announcers. Yeah. Like, I was like, is he an announcer DJ? Like, and now we have like, wow, sir, we don't. Fallon, need. I, I don't, I'm <laughs> like, I need to figure out a way. And I would love your opinion on this. I need to figure out a way to enter my reception without it, uh, without being announced. Like I'm entering a wrestling <laughs> ring. Like how do I do that? Cause I'm just like, I like my mom's like, you have to make an entrance. And I'm like, do I, I do? Yeah. You do. 
But so well, that's but that's the thing. It's like the both of you, you walking in a big white. Well, it might be a slender white dress, but ultimately, you guys are the honorees. You are the participants. You are the major wrestlers. You're the headliners. <laughs> you're the the show. Op- whatever it is, you guys are it. You don't. It, when you walk in a room, no one needs to hear that you're here because guess what? They can see. They can see you. You are here. <laughs> so it's like I always tell my um, my DJs and musicians, I'm like. Hey guys, we're going for a soft entrance. Yes. We're going for a soft cake okay. cutting. This is all about a soft life experience here during this wedding. There's no yelling. There's no hey guys, give your get a, give a round of applause. There's no let's let's make let's make some noise for the. We're not doing any of those things. None Thank of those. If, if any of those resonate with you, let's not yes. make them resonate with you because they're not at this event. There's your next Great. event. Not here. So the- I think it's being explicitly clear about how you want to be physically introduced vocally. Yeah. Have it, be, have it be nice and soft. Soft, soft life. Think of your library voice. Let's use that tone. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. It's also complicated because like I'm not taking Ben's last name, so we're not Mr. and Mrs. something. So it's like, what do we even get called? Can I just be Marie like, ben. I'm like, hey, these guys are here. So Marie and Ben. Marie and Ben are here. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the one negotiation. But they were pretty hard and fast about the DJ, which I'm fine about. He's a... He, he's done so many family weddings for us that I like him a lot. Y'all. And he's like, as long as you give me a do not playlist, I'm fine. And I'm like, great, cool. We will put that together. <laughs> we will also give you a really robust playlist that you can just run off with because Ben is on it. So. He's on it. He's on it. But I think Ben would actually like just plug like uh, he would find an iPod shuffle and just plug it into a speaker if he had the choice. And he'd be on his way. And yeah. he would be, he'd be fine. He'd but be I'm like, way. we can't do that. So. What's the DJ's? D- we'll just call him um, DJ friend. But DJ friend, mm-hmm. just tell him like, yo, bro, we love you and you're part of the family. But this is what I had in mind. Let, this let's is talk what about I had it. In mind. Yeah. I like this for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you has me so much more excited about it than I have been, I have to say, because like I said, we've kind of been like hibernating from planning at like and just kind of enjoying being engaged. I also did Love. not ha- I did not have my ring until a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry, what? So he huh. before, <laughs> let me explain this. Um, okay. So my my lovely grandmother, before she passed away, left me her diamond ring. And I knew that I wanted to make that into my engagement ring. But then also, I don't know if you could see into the listeners. I have a diamond, but I also have a little sapphire on my ring as well. Because he wanted to get me a stone that matched my eyes, which was very sweet. But he wanted uh, me to have a say in what the design looked like. So I'm very blessed that my brother's girlfriend is a jewelry designer. You guys got plugs in this family. You guys got some serious plugs. Continue. (laughs) All in the family. (laughs) So she actually designed the ring and he proposed with a mold of the ring to be like, here's what it's going to look like. Yeah. So I I made one change. I added an, one last diamond to it because okay. I had to. And then we had to send it away, get it made. And it took about like six weeks to be made. So I literally just got it. Like I booked the date without actually having my engagement ring. And I just got it a few weeks ago. So I said to my mother, I was like, I will book the date, but I don't want to do anything else until I actually have my goddamn ah. ring, please. So when, when you got the ring, what'd you do? I well, I had to chase after the UPS guy to actually get oh. it. Oh, <laughs> because my buzzer Ooh. was broken. I I sprinted on my bike in sweatpants and tracked him down and finally got it. 
thankfully. And it was really, really <sighs> sweet. We, 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 he proposed in our apartment, which was adorable. And um, he got down on one knee again in our dining room and proposed uh, and like slipped it on my finger, which was really, really sweet. So, um, and I haven't taken it off since except to there sleep. You go. So. <laughs> there you go. You yeah. take it off to sleep? Yeah. I don't sleep in my ring. Really? Yeah. You sleep. You, is that I mean, I'm not engaged, but yeah. I would never take that thing off. Really? Uh-huh. I can't sleep with jewelry on. I cannot really? do it. Yeah, I wear a ton of rings, jewelry. I'm like bracelet. I have to take it yeah, off to sleep. Yeah, but the rings ain't that ring. Those are other rings. That's, <laughs> this is a different ring. Okay. It's right. It's yeah. I had no idea. People wear their engagement rings to sleep. This is news to me. What if a robber came in the night and I need to run for my life? I need this ring on. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm gra- I'm grabbing my passport. My ring is on. We're ready. Let's go. <laughs> I will say, my lovely friend Lo got me a little ring. Co- cup when I got engaged and it lives on my nightstand. So it sleeps right oh. next to me. So it's right there. But yeah, I would be afraid to sleep with this on. I'm like a violent sleeper. I was so. like, what happens in your sleep? Do you want to talk about that? Like, <laughs> like Yeah. So just like climbing the wall. Yeah. I I, I would be afraid to sleep. I in got it. a little exorcism vibe when you just said climbing the wall, <laughs> but I, I'll, we'll leave that there. All right, cool. So <laughs> Wow, you take okay. I I gotta do a poll on that. Like, yeah, I'm, do you I'm keep curious. your ring off? Like, some I'm sure like people cleaning their house, like cleaning other things, like they would take it off. But I was like, this thing is this thing is now nailed to to the it's nailed in. I don't even know how it removes itself. But also, I've seen like on Instagram those people that have the fake rings that look like their ring. Mm-hmm. So when they travel. To be all honest, I would not swim in the ocean with my ring. No, 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 no. And we went on a road trip. I was wearing my my other grandmother's ring after we got engaged, just so I had Jesus, some kind that of sounds diamond. Dangerous. That sounds just as dangerous. But I was, <laughs> but I was not. I, I, we went on a road trip, and I left that ring in the safe at home, and I had a fake okay. ring that I was wearing on that road okay. trip. So, I mean. This I would probably, mine I would probably travel with, but God forbid I lost my other grandmother's ring like that. She'd haunt <sighs> me. Talk about exorcism. She would that, haunt my like, ass for <laughs> <laughs> Head turning around. What did you do? You had one job. Hold on to my ring. And it was crazy because when I was wearing her ring, I actually got scared about losing it because I had a couple. This is going to sound insane. This is a great first. I love this. Lay it on us. I had a couple of dreams where she was alive and asking me for her ring back. And I was like, (gasps) I got to make sure I am not going to lose this shit because she's going to haunt me. She's already haunting me and I haven't even done anything yet. Grandma wants her ring back? She wants it back. So she not this that, one, the other one. The other one, yeah. Not Just this keep that one. one. Yeah, keep that, that one in the so safe. That's hers. She said, the other, uh-uh. The other one is back home with my mom now in her okay, safe. Great. So it's like I'm – but I was like, I got to go see like a psychic medium. If there are any psychic mediums in the office, please cut – like or in yeah. the audience, please let me know what that means. <laughs> any, dream, any dreams with this ring or this ring's good? No, Everything's this ring's clear. good. Everything's That's clear. Good. Okay, yeah. great. Awesome. Whoop, <laughs> <laughs> whoop. <laughs> <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All is going well. You now have gotten the ring, so now you can focus on wedding planning. Yes. Congratulations. Thank it's becoming you. real. It is. You are officially in your yearish out date. Oh, actually 11 months. 11 mm. months, give or take. Yeah. What's on your list now to kick off and get going? And what are some of the things you're like, I actually don't know, or I have a question about this? Well, to save the dates, my mother sent me a frantic text message a couple of days ago. And oh, my was days. Like, you must get your save the dates out. And I was like, I feel like that's like a really long time. And I think that her justification is that it's a summer wedding, so people are going to be booking travel. And so we probably want to get them out sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But it has now kicked off a whole conversation around like, what kind of save the dates do we want? Do we want our picture on it? Like we're having that engagement shoot. I had initially said, let's go to the Jersey shore and hop in a photo booth and just take like a photo strip and send that out um, as part of a save the date. Um, Why do you need your photo on a save the date? I was going to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, that is another should Mm -hmm. that I think Mm -hmm. I should do, but Mm -hmm. like do, if I have a Mm -hmm. brilliant graphic designer fiance <laughs> who could just whip it up and it looks great make a save the date and send it out right i don't know I, right I'm, is that okay cool? so i'm not i'm not going to be judgy and you didn't hear this from me i'm i'm really working on myself with my therapist and kind of some things but yeah. i have strong opinions about like why do i need to put my picture on anything like yeah. i don't <laughs> understand Mm. You're, 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 <laughs> you're you're speaking my language right now because I, I kind of I'm I'm kind of like I you know who I am I yeah I'm like you do know who I am. and like the, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something that's really controversial and I apologize to anyone who's ever invited me to their wedding mm-hmm. I never put a save the date up on my fridge I take a picture of it I put it in my calendar and mm. it goes in the recycle bin so. <laughs> I mean, shout out to all the stationaires and the lovely couple sending out paper save the dates to Maria today. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I have limited fridge space. I have cool magnets, but I don't want anything underneath them. It's like a very, it's like I have aesthetics and that is not part of it. So, and seeing your face on a magnet with a date and script gives me hives. I know. It it just, like, (laughs) listen, if that makes you happy and you love that, I'm all for it. Choose your adventure. Choose your adventure. For me, I'm going to recycle that. Or like I use them sometimes for on like I scribble down like grocery lists on the mm-hmm. back of them and then take and then use them and then recycle them. So mm-hmm. to me, like it just seems it just seems unnecessary to have a photo. So now I'm starting to think uh, like, you know, maybe I don't need a photo. And that is actually something that my mom and I are like, she's like, I like it. It's more personal with a photo, which I sure, sure. Sure. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm pro- we're probably going to wind up going photo list now, which is what all of this is about. Yeah. And there's, from a sustainability standpoint, as you said, it goes in the trash or wherever it goes. I, my first career in the wedding space was as a stationer. So I love paper. 
And I'm going to be the first person to say, you got to have paper. It's great. It's amazing. It really talks about the quality of your wedding. It's really going to get people motivated and excited. However, as technology has progressed and as the USPS has become more terrible, I really just say, shout out to USPS. Um, I really say electronic is like, I know, I know that's definitely, your mom is probably going to be like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I think what you can do is, and there's tons of scenarios. You can do hybrid, which is sending save the dates that are electronic to your friends that link directly to the website so they can go and start making their making their arrangements, booking their hotel, securing their flights, getting their life together. And then maybe you're sending some great paper save the dates, maybe with your picture on it, to your mom's friend, the bridge club, the people at golf, people at our tennis team, whatever it might be. But you can do hybrid or you can do all save the dates. I do not think a picture is absolutely necessary because sometimes that also holds up the production of your save the date and yeah, getting it out. Totally. I really like the idea of hybrid. I'd never considered that before. That's like really smart, especially for people who are trying to like save a little bit of money on these that things. Part. Like that is such a good tip to like do like <laughs> for the younger generation because like I have cousins who don't check their mail because like who gets mail anymore? Do you know what I mean? So an evite would actually be better for them. So I really love the idea of hybrid. I may need to float yeah. that too. Thank you. QR code instead of a photo, QR Mm -hmm. code on the paper one. So that way they just scan it and it links them directly to your website. I always say when your save the date goes out, you should have all the details for the event complete in my mind. Okay. So the welcome event should be solidified with location and time. Mm -hmm. The wedding date time should be solidified. Transportation. You should have at least a transportation vendor booked. So you know that if you're offering transportation, if that's necessary. But every detail regarding like, where's the wedding happening? What are the events in the weekend? What are some cool activities to do in New Jersey? That kind of thing. Yeah. Have that wedding website complete. Send those save the dates at that point. Cool. And generally, save the dates for your, should go out kind of now, between now and like nine months prior to event. Yeah. I, I would feel comfortable with. Sure. If it's a destination wedding, you can consider, for those listening, if you're traveling and people need to get passports, visas, or any other type of special documentation. Give them a good year to start planning their lives. I like that. That's that's really, really good advice. We already have, I purchased a domain for <gasps> our wedding, which I know we Love. don't necessarily have to do, but I did. Do so yeah, I was like, domain. why not? And we're going to have, it. I'm already starting to put the wedding um, website together, all of that type of stuff. So that like, that's that's really good advice. But other than that, I've kind of just been like reaching out to vendors. We have a phone. We're setting up a phone call with our photographer to kind of get that together. I booked mm. a or I am going to book a appointment to see wedding dresses, which is like a whole thing that I am like, I feel very ill prepared to do because I'm kind of all over the place with what I want, you know. And then from there, it's just kind of like I have the hairstylist that I like. I just need to put a yeah. deposit down. Makeup artists just need to put a deposit down. Like you're on your way. You know, I'm on my way. I'm I'm cut, I'm chipping through my my to do list, which is agree. Yeah, I would also say your your generally next step after booking a venue, I really get clear on the run of show for the entire weekend. So organizing like formalities, who's dancing with whom, who's Mm. giving toast, how long is dinner going to be, when are we taking pictures? Because that, once you have a structure of what your day looks like on the front end, it really helps you communicate to the creative partners through the booking process. Okay. So, because what I realize is sometimes we'll put, we'll book 
creative partners and we're like, yeah, we need your photography for eight hours and da, 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 da. And then you start to put the run of show together on the tail end. And then closer to the date, you're like, actually, I want the photographer to capture the rehearsal. Actually, we do need the florist to load in at 8 a.m. instead of 10 as design kind of grows. So it's understanding what are the limitations of your venue, load in, load out, and kind of that way you're able to really have robust conversations with your creative partners and not be hit with sticker shock with saying like, oh, now that we're adding this at the last minute, it wasn't taken into account on the front end. Having that run of show lets you see clearly all the things you might need that vendor for. Yeah. And that's something that you can get from your like the person who's kind of running the show at the venue, that information. Mm, no. no, you make that yourself. I make this myself. Mm-hmm. See, th- these are things I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I got no idea. That's why I was happy to be here. I'm just she, like... the, the person at your venue is really there to count on the venue. So okay. I would ask, generally I ask a venue, my initial questions to them are send me a floor plan that you have okay. of the space and send me a BEO or a banquet order or some type of outline that says, when do I have access to the space? When do I need to leave and be gone with all my stuff? Okay. And then I run a, a timeline backwards. Okay. And that way you can say hair and makeup. Hey girl, based on the timeline we just made, I need to be ready by 2 PM. And then you could ask her, how long do you need for hair and makeup between me and my mom? That way, you know, when you start. Great. Okay. Word. Word. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, just tell me everything I gotta do and I will do it. <laughs> but you're having fun, which is the best thing you can do. And you already know you don't wanna over, you don't wanna stress yourself out with trying to make this wedding feel like a wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think you're well equipped to do this with between you and mom. It's really just like asking all the questions what you're doing, which I think yeah. is great. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice to hear because sometimes (laughs) I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with their head cut off trying to get all this shit together, but it's good to know. Like, I'm on the right track. (laughs) You're on the right. We're all on the right track. And I tell my couples this even when we're planning. I was like, technically, I'm still running around with my head cut off. I just happen (laughs) to have systems that I'm like, okay, we need to do this next. But ultimately, every wedding is unique. Every wedding is different because there's different sets of people and different love stories being told. All you have to do is Remain true to your true north of like, I want to have a really great wedding that is party and fun and everything. If that is your true north, when decisions need to be made, if you lean on that, you can easily make the decision. It's a hell yes or a hard no. Is it going with what we said the intention of this wedding was? If it's not, chug it. Love that. That is the best advice I've gotten. (laughs) And the thing that's great is because I've been to a lot of these weddings, I have very strong opinions about what should and should not happen. There you go. You've been to enough. You could be a wedding planner at this point. You're like, I know exactly what we're doing, but we're not going to do it. (laughs) Don't take my job now. I love you, but um, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, since you're since you're my um, co-wedding planner today, I do want to jump into some emails that our listeners have sent over. And I just want to... Guys, I, we love your emails. So please continue to send them. 
We want to hear from you. We love your drama, your tea, and your problems, and uh, we want to we want to help you solve them. So, <laughs> I'm going to read them out, Maria. We're going to do our best to give some some guidance to Great. these people. Great. All right. So one email starts off with, hi there. I absolutely love the podcast. Actually, I love all the Betches Brides content. We love you too. Yay. But the podcast in particular has been my saving grace while planning my September 2023 20, wedding. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a few last minute questions on my mind that I wish I could talk to Fallon and guest about. So I thought I'd send them your way in case they could be woven into an upcoming episode. If you get to any of these, thank you so much. All right. So the first question is tips on how to enjoy the last month of being engaged. I'm so unbelievably excited to be married, but I have to admit, I love being engaged. I love wedding planning. I love the congratulations from strangers. I love this phase of my life. How do I bask in this specific time that is by its nature all about planning for the future? Hmm. That's such an interesting question. Hmm. I would say that to me, that excitement is going to continue after the wedding too. So like the future is kind of right now in a weird kind of way, if that makes sense. So I feel like to me that makes it easier to bask in because sure, like it's all about planning for the future, but you're putting, it's kind of like you're laying the foundation for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is such an important part of anything, whether you're like, planning, you're saving to buy a house or you're planning the conversation about how you're going to expand your family. Like any of those types of things, like those foundational conversations are so excited. So I think that just thinking about the life that you guys are building together Mm -hmm. and like the excitement of like, because that's something that you hear from brides all the time, right? Is that like, we had this amazing wedding and then you kind of have this come down after the Mm -hmm. fact. I think that the exciting part is like, wow, now like the real adventure can it begin Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of manifesting and reading books on just like mindset and how to (laughs) accept things. And one of the major points of this book that I'm currently reading is be present. And a lot of times we're li- we're so focused on future thinking that we're living in a time that doesn't exist. Yeah. And then we're so focused on the past, which means we're also living in a time that doesn't exist. So when you're trying to focus on what is to, what is to come and what is next, you're not even living in the life that actually is. And that uh, don't worry about when this excitement might be over. Focus on how beautiful this is now and kind of capture as many internal memories as possible. Yeah. That is your only job. You're not supposed to ever be thinking about the future. Ultimately, your focus is just right in this living, breathing moment. How good do you feel? I love that. And when you're like manifesting the future, it's thinking about how amazing this feels now and how amazing you want to feel when you're doing activities together in your future, whether it's raising children together and what that feeling feels like. But your focus is always to be extremely present in the moment and being deliciously grateful for the moments that are to come. I love that. It's like you have to remember (laughs) that when you look back at this time, you want to be excited about how present you were and not about how disconnected you were because you were thinking so far in the future. Yes. Or even like, and that's like like anxiety and worry. And like, as you're planning your wedding, like, oh my God, what if this happens? What if that happens? But that's the immediate, like, switch that thought as best as you can to be like, I'm seeing disco balls. I am seeing everyone <laughs> dancing on the floor. I'm seeing people doing backflips. I'm seeing the food being amazing. Like, 
everything, every time you think about what's going to go wrong, you need to immediately flip that thought and be like, oh, but this is going to be the best wedding. Everyone's going to talk about this wedding so bad. They're going to be like, <laughs> it was like a Taylor Swift and a Beyonce concert together. It was the best wedding ever. Like that's what people like you want to fill your mind with those thoughts about your big day. I love that. That's great. <laughs> All right. We got, she has another question. What is the best way to deal with eating the morning of the wedding? I know it's important to do, especially since I plan on having a mimosa or two or 12. Okay. I, I added the 12. She said mimosa <laughs> or two. Okay. But, but when and what do I eat in case it's helpful to know? My first look will be at one. She is ready. She, she's yeah. like, I'm, I'm not leaving any stone unturned. I love this. <laughs> I mean, to me, I kind of relate to this because when I'm anxious, I like my stomach clenches and like, mm. I don't want to eat. And I always have to remind myself that like nibbling is okay. So I guess just like, for me, it would be like, make, I, I mean, on my wedding day, I'm excited to have like all of my favorite food there in the beginning, yes. like anything that I might want for breakfast, like a gorgeous fruit platter, maybe a good bagel, like something like that. I'm really stoked to do that. And then if you have a bridal party, like maybe just someone who can like remind you to eat might be a good idea. I know since I will have my mother in the makeup chair next to me, I will, I will never go hungry. I might have to tell her to stop telling me to eat. But I think that that's a really, really good, like there's no should there. It's just kind of like what you think is going to like fill your belly and give you exactly. the energy that you need is best. Yeah. Ordering food in advance, especially if you have a wedding party is like, like generally that month before we're scheduling the food. Cause a lot of people do forget like who's, who's going to get the food. And sometimes room service can be, you know, a little pricey. So understanding definitely have like a, I, I agree with you, Maria, a, a smorgasbord, an assortment, an accoutrement, lots of choices, <laughs> yogurts, bagels, all of the other things, but don't be so forced on like forcing food. This is a very emotional day. There's so mm. many feelings you have. And so I would say if anything, just make sure you're hydrated. Just drink as much water as you can because before you know it, you're like, you're just, you're just moving about, but definitely have some food there because you will eat it, need it. And I always say a little protein bar in your clutch mm. or one of your wedding parties clutches clutch. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. She also asked my brother who was in the wedding party texted the family group chat out of the blue saying he was thinking of shaving his head for the summer, mm. even though he has a beautiful head of curly hair and any other year season of my life, I cheer him on. But my first reaction was to recoil at the thought of him having a buzz cut in our wedding photos. Was I out of line to suggest that he wait until September 3rd, the day after my wedding, to do the buzz? Oof. I have a, I have a few thoughts about this. <laughs> on one hand, I'm like, I completely hear what you're saying. Like, these photos are going to live on forever and you want people to be looking their best and he may not even realize that I actually had bleach blonde hair and I will put Ooh. photo evidence up on my Instagram of this the Ooh. summer before my cousin's wedding where I was her maid of honor. And at first I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have like bleach blonde hair. It's going to look great. And then I started seeing photos of myself and was like, I need to get to the colorist <laughs> ASAP because I will not have this color hair in her wedding. So 
from experience, the thought of doing something drastic to your look before a moment where there's going to be a lot of photos is never a good idea. Mm-mm, ever. So I think that you are not necessarily out of line because you were mm-hmm. looking out for his best interest. It wasn't just about your wedding. It was like, you may not love the way you look here. That part. So. I also think, okay, so I did have a story where the day of the wedding, one of the, I think, it, I want to say it was the maid of honor or someone who was a, integral part into the celebration had dyed her hair and she was black dyed her hair like a vibrant red oh my god like it didn't even look like a natural like oh i'm a strawberry it's like no 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 no. that is a color uh, (laughs) that is a real color that you have decided to add to your face and we were all like she didn't let anyone know it was very much like whoa it's it was vibrant and yes but at the end of the day I'm I'm always going to be like, it's not about them either. So it's, yeah. like, it's just, a, I'm only going to look at the pictures of me and like, like sure. That was the second reaction I had too. Cause like, I feel like I'm so cognizant of like not wanting to be a bridezilla. So I'm kind of just like, everyone do what they want. But like at the same time, like, you know, I don't know. I like, I, I, I think that this was not necessarily out of line but to your point yes everyone's just going to be looking at you (laughs) and then when you get the pictures back the only ones you're really going to frame are probably not the full family ones it's true it's true yeah like even before my sister's wedding i did i did a big chop i cut all my hair off and i look back at those pictures and i see myself as like wow that was a really great time in my life where i was doing something adventurous i don't know what my sister saw but ultimately (laughs) it's like (laughs) it, it also is like these are all life moments and I don't want to curate anything too. like you said, I don't want anything to be too perfect. If he's going through this buzz moment, I want us to maybe look back maybe he grows his hair on. He's like, I don't know what I was thinking. Then it was like, well, there you are. (laughs) It's it's not like he's threatening to get like a crazy face tattoo the week before the wedding. I was like, there's worse things. (laughs) Like I want it. Yeah. There's so many, so many. No nose rings, no like shaving of the eyebrows. I'm going to have horns applied to my head. Like there's like, I want to, come and like whatever it is like if you want to cut us sure I don't care like choose your event I honey I got a lot of other problems to solve that one ain't one of them so (laughs) all right we're gonna move on to another one okay hello I'm getting married in September and I would love if you could touch on family dynamics in an upcoming episode how do you keep yourself sane on the wedding day when you have a weird relationship with some of your family members especially your mom (gasps) Crazy. Uh, <laughs> my specific scenario. My mom and I don't get along. We've had a rocky relationship since high school and essentially I have zero patience for her. I'm very type A, organized, put together to the point, clean, etc. She is more like hippie vibes, but also very selfish tendencies and also bipolar. Huh. This sounds like my life a little bit. So you never know what you're going to get. For example, she was extremely upset when I didn't invite her to try on dresses with me last year and called me sobbing multiple times, kind of ruining the experience for me and making me anxious. I worry that having her around all weekend and all day getting ready will put a damper on my mood as I usually get stressed around her. But asking her to take a step back is also risky and could ruin the day if it sets her off. Have any tips and tricks for keeping my sanity? Example, what to include her in, how to frame it, etc. Thank you so much. Ooh, that's a tough one. 
when I saw family dynamics, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. But I have the opposite issue with my mother. So I'm really curious about what you're going to say about this, Fallon, as the pro here. Family dynamics are always like, (laughs) okay, there's so much you could say and do and, and try. My first reaction is save yourself. Worry about yourself. You can't monitor other people on your day. And as I'm going through therapy, (laughs) I think it's up to you to also have a conversation with a therapist that can coach you through how to stand in your own space and stand in your confidence to tell your mom exactly what your expectations are of her. Yeah. Because there has to have a there has to be a conversation. But also understanding that, you know, she's a little bipolar. She's gonna turn it and make it about her and all these other things. It's like, is she is your mom even gonna hear you with what you're saying? So I agree. You're going to have to keep your distance and but you're also gonna have to be prepared for what comes on the other end. And I think you need a thera- a therapist or someone who is a trained professional on family dynamics and how Mm -hmm. to talk to people and how to convey your message. But also you need to monitor how you feel. Mm. And I don't think you're going to be able to do that if you're coming from a place of trying to make her happy. You need to come from the place of a clear boundary of what is it that you want in a perfect case scenario? What would your wedding morning look like in its totality? And if your mom isn't there, that is something you need to figure out how to relate to her. Yeah. It's so funny. While you were speaking, I was thinking about something that my therapist likes to tell me all the time (laughs) is that you cannot control other people. The only thing that you can control is how you cope with their actions. Mm -hmm. And so figuring out what you need to make yourself feel good Mm -hmm. in that moment that does not involve your mother Mm -hmm. is a great starting point for this. I also was in a wedding once where there was a bridesmaid. It wasn't a mother situation, but there was a bridesmaid who was kind of problematic. She tried to make the whole day about her. And the bride literally came up to me and was like, I just need you to like handle her when she starts getting out of line. So maybe this is why you don't have wedding parties. (laughs) (laughs) True. So if you have someone that you trust who like maybe has a good relationship with your mother, whether it's another sibling or a cousin or something like that, who can kind of be like the handler and take that Mm -hmm. off of your plate, that might also be a good place. But I a hundred percent agree with you, Fallon. Like, Like a therapist, family dynamics, it's tricky situation. And sometimes you need a professional to deal with Mm -hmm. that. Because I I agree with you how you're going to feel about it. Because it's like there's a level of guilt. You're like, why can't I be around my mom? Like, what's wrong with me? And it's going to it's going to impact your your whole entire vibe on that day. So if it's like if you can't be in this space with her, you got to figure out how to be okay with that because there's a level of guilt that comes with that. But I agree with you. A handler is everything. And even when when we're doing a run of show, I always ask my my clients and couples, who's your person? Like if I needed to calm you down and I didn't know how, who's your human? Who's the person that's in your team on the day that I can call? Back back call. We've got a meltdown. I need you stacked. (laughs) Like who's the person that's saving you? And I think a lot of times we're so focused on saving other people that we don't identify the people that need to save us. So I would say find the person that's saving you on this day. And also find a handler for your mom or stagger the hair and makeup time so that or even get a bigger room where hair and makeup happens in a separate space. Maybe when mom is in the room getting her hair and makeup done, you might be in a separate room having a meditation or talking to your person. Yeah, that's great advice. Hmm. Ah, 
thanks. I like, I try. I do my best. My therapist helps me. I know. <laughs> this is just therapy talk with Maria and Fallon. <laughs> we will see you guys next Monday. Uh, <laughs> well, Maria, this has been a lovely, lovely conversation. I want to congratulate you on your wedding and you. your insight and your your clarity and your vibe and all the things. And I do want to let all of our listeners just know that is it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Maria, where can folks listen to you or find you? You can find me on Instagram at Maria Del Russo. I also work full time for Betches, so you'll probably see my byline around the site. And if you are subscribed to our Brides newsletter, I will be taking it over in August. So make sure to subscribe and follow me on my journey. Love. Love this for you. All right. You guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram, and you can follow me at Fallon Carter Events. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until death do us part. Batches.